Welcome to Jays from Home, a podcast about the Toronto Blue Jays, hosted by two brothers. That would be me, Steve, and my brother Max. We are indeed two brothers. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, I've been off for a couple of weeks, so good, good to be back. Although uh, this would be my uh, my one episode for uh, for the next three weeks. I, I I have some some big events going on in in September. Yeah, yeah, you uh you're getting married. Yeah. What else so. you said events? Plural. What other events are there? <laughs> well, I guess I guess that's the one event the rehearsal and then dinner, plus the rehearsal dinner? travel. That, are, you, are you looking at uh, travel? Yeah, that's that's an event I suppose. Yeah. Wait till you get in my car. No, uh yeah. So uh so yeah, um I think I think that uh uh looking forward to to your to your uh wedding weekend i think that will be a weekend where there is no podcast altogether because uh you invited me to your wedding so i'm going to attend this this is my rsvp right now by the way uh yeah well we didn't ask for rsvps so it's all good can i can i get a plus uh three for my family no you only get uh you only get two so you gotta leave someone behind um okay well uh sorry krista we are, uh, yeah, so I, I haven't done this in a while, so I'm forgetting where we are. But, um, oh, yeah, we're on Twitter, at Jays From Home. Uh, we've got a weekly poll that we do weekly. Coincidentally enough, we'll get to the results. Um, it's, a, it's an apt title then, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know if I responded to this one, but we'll we'll get there. So uh, we'll talk about that after we get through um, some notes uh, for this week's results, so let's let's go through the results this week then. Uh, yeah. So, what do you want to do? The record first, the results. Yeah. The, how about the record? Because I didn't actually look to see where they were in uh, uh, in the standings. Um, I've kind of been a little little lost in the last couple of weeks, mostly because of uh, you know I'm not sure where all the losses have landed them. So, what they're well, at seventy two and fifty nine. Yeah, they've kind of stayed uh, steady as far as as their positioning, as far as a playoff spot goes. Yeah, seventy two and fifty nine, six games back of the Yankees in the AL East, and uh, third in the wild card standing, two games back of both the Rays and the Mariners, who are both tied um, uh, in the standings. Interestingly, the Rays are now four games back of the Yankees, and those mm. two teams are are, are playing each other uh, this this weekend in a series. So, you know, by the end of, uh, of of by the time people listen to this on Monday, could be as close as three games back for the Rays and the Yankees. So that's that the Yankees are 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 are, are, are making it making things interesting. Yeah, um, by by losing apparently, I have heard that much is that the Yankees are basically <clears throat> not doing themselves any favors. No, 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 no. Um, the Jays, though, are doing themselves some favors by winning some games. Um, Monday, they uh, faced off against uh, they, the, the Cubs. It's been an interleague uh, week for the for the Jays facing the Cubs and the Pirates. They won five to four against the Cubs in eleven innings. Um, Tuesday, we saw Marcus Stroman's uh, return to Toronto. Did you watch all of that game, or just bits and pieces? Uh, just bits and pieces. So actually, that's uh, uh, spoiling it a little bit, I guess. But that's my no decision. Um, it's although this is mostly a positive than a neutral because I was thinking um, in this game, I, w- I was hoping it would be uh, that Stroman would have a good game for a few innings and then uh, and then move aside to let the the Blue Jays hit, get some runs. And it turns out that's kind of the way it worked out. Yeah, they won five to three. Um, Teoscar, I be, well, I would say um, Teoscar Hernandez five, and and the Cubs three because Teoscar uh, he saved at least one run with a uh, great inning inning catch in the fourth, and then uh, Teoscar hit a, also hit like a I think it was like a two or a three run home run, and Vladdy hit a home run as well. So so Teoscar was kind of like a a one man uh, Cub uh, uh, vanquishing machine. Yeah, now on on Tuesday was he. Was he high, higher up in the lineup on Tuesday, or was he? Because I know he was dropped down to seventh this week at some point. Seventh? Right? I don't. I don't remember him getting that low, but I, I. Yeah, I don't remember what his position was on on on, on Tuesday in the lineup. But uh, where, wherever he was hitting, uh, he was hitting in the right spot, <laughs> um, and he was also in fielding in the right spot as well. Um, Wednesday, uh, they lost to the Cubs seven to five. 
Um, I guess that was the 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 game that John Farrell's son started. Was, am I am I right? Oh yeah, because I, I so I didn't watch that game, but that I did see Me the neither. tweet about uh, about John Farrell, former Blue Jays and uh, Red Sox manager, uh, who is apparently. Oh, and I, I sh- Sorry, go ahead. Keep going. Um, I don't remember. Is he's a he's a lobster fisherman now? He's uh, living yeah, living his uh, his best life, I guess. That's what he wants to do. So sure, yeah, that's great. He's probably got all as... the money in the world. He won a World Series with the Red Sox, right? Uh, he did. Yep. Yep. He did. Uh, so yeah, he's doing that. Uh, I, I should mention. I forgot to mention. I, I forget exactly which uh, Cubs relievers were there. They had two relievers who uh, didn't make the trip because of the they weren't vaccinated. Ah, well. But interestingly, I feel on like Tuesday, that's not really news anymore. No, it's not point. news. That, well, like the players, they weren't like. Well, I don't know how significant they were, but um, when the uh, when Teoscar had his home run, when the when the Jays had their big inning against uh, the Cubs, it was against uh, I think his last name was Little, um, making his his MLB debut. I think they was, scored four runs little? on this guy. Was he well, Little? Must have felt that way after seeing some balls fly out of the the yard. But uh, the the Jays definitely took advantage of of, of a player. Getting his MLB debut debut because some two two uh, other uh, regulars in the bullpen didn't make the trip for the Cubs. So that was just an interesting, uh, you know, that could have been the difference in 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 the win right there on Tuesday night. So just an interesting note that I forgot to mention off the top there. Uh, that's true. Um, yeah, no, I, I kind of I figure like uh, you know, unless until the playoffs, I don't think it really matters who comes or doesn't come to play in Toronto. Uh, well, it might not, but. Uh, in, in, in the end, depending on where they, the Jays uh, uh, seed in the playoffs. But um, they had an off night on Thursday, which was weird. It's, it's, it's weird to have no baseball on a Thursday night uh, for me. It's a uh, common off day for the Blue Jays. Well, it, so. it is. It is. It's just weird to have Thursday nights because they've been playing a lot of baseball lately, I guess. But uh, Friday, they beat the Pirates 4 to nothing. Alec Manoa pitched. He was sort of making his quasi-hometown debut because he uh, p- uh, played college baseball in West Virginia, uh, which is pretty pretty much in the in the in Pittsburgh's backyard. Um, he made it look pretty easy pitching against the, the the Pirates. I ended up falling asleep. I didn't watch the whole game, but uh, I saw I saw enough of it. Um, Espinal had a two run double in the fourth, and I missed this, but Bichette had a two run home run yeah. in, the, in the in the in the uh, top of the ninth there. I believe I watched this game, or at least most of the game. So yeah, I, I did see Bichette's uh, two run home run. Um, and, uh, and yeah, that was that was a good game. Um, Manoa, yeah, he went eight innings, I think, or I think no, eight, eight and a seven, seven and a batter. So he, okay. made, he may have come out for the eighth. Uh, I didn't, I didn't see him get taken out, but uh, it said seven point one innings in the. In I was the, pretty uh, sure he got at least at least one out in the eighth inning, but yeah, but that, but he has to get three outs to get a full eight innings. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, and then and then Saturday, I didn't watch most of this game at all because uh, we were uh, out for dinner and uh, and got home pretty late into the game so we did see um, the Blue Jays go ahead four to one which ended up being the the deciding uh, score or the deciding double was Bichette's two run double in the seventh we saw that one three run uh, three run double I think three run um, yeah. and uh, uh, we missed though all the all the pitching starts um it was a bullpen game so i, I guess it's not really that important that we missed uh, well no but i, I think i think there was a, there's a key factor and i put this in the notes here is that we saw kikuchi pitch and he pitched uh, a little over two innings uh and he he gave up four hits only one earned run walked one guy he struck out five batters now i don't know if this is just because it's the pittsburgh pirates but uh <laughs> you know his, 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 i think he's had three outings now off the top of my head in the bullpen, one was not so great. His first one, it was a little a little shaky, but did it okay. But today, he looked like he belonged. He 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 looked he he like I was kind of watching on second screen, so I didn't I didn't I wasn't paying too close of attention. Uh, I I saw the first inning and 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 then the second inning of his work, I didn't I didn't see completely. But uh, no, he didn't he didn't look like he was unconfident in any way. He he pitched he pitched well, and that, that's exactly what the Jays need for him to do: um, build up confidence for himself and and and, and be a strong uh, uh, arm out of the bullpen. And that, and that's uh, that's great. Well, I was going to say that seems to be his best use for the rest of the season is a short amount of innings, not uh, not a ton. Yeah, um, and that, that way he can you know focus on maybe two pitches instead of trying to to be too pretty and maybe do more fastballs. Um, one, a key note here though is Espinal uh, got uh, 
hit by a pitch. Yeah, uh, I saw that and, one. It it at first looked like he got hit in the head or something, but uh, it, was it went just, off his like knuckle or something from yeah. the looks of it. Um, it's just a just a left hand contusion, a bruise. Uh, X rays negative. Good that it's a left hand because you know it's not his throwing hand, but I guess it'll probably. I'm, I, he's out of the lineup today. Merrifield, I think, is in uh, playing second base, but uh, it's not something that I think that will keep him out of the the lineup long term if they do need his 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 batting glove in the lineup. Yeah, early. and and you know, um, I actually forgot about that when I was writing down my notes. I I meant to write that down as my no decision uh, about uh, Espinal getting uh, or leaving the game. But uh, it, no decision because we have Whit Merrifield to play second base, and we have Craig Biggio. So um, I think that but even if he's here's, out, here's the thing about Whit Merrifield, though. Um, I think it was maybe Andrew Stoughton that, that tweeted this, but he hasn't gotten a lot of playing time in the past like couple of weeks. Like he's he's not really been a player that the Jays have have, have gone to recently so i'm not sure what's going on there but, but he could uh, be yeah. what all i'm saying though is that uh they have options at second base so it's not like this is a devastating yeah. loss if he's out for a little bit so I, I think what i'm saying is just that the blue jays did a pretty decent job of uh insulating the second base position uh i mean they and the first base is okay too they've got bichio to take over when uh, vlad dh's yeah, and that that doesn't happen too too often though, because because of all the just moving parts in the outfield and all that stuff when you when when uh, Springer needs uh, to DH or whatever. But uh, yeah, so uh, they're um, finishing the week off. Uh, we're recording this at eleven right now, so in about an hour's time they will be playing the uh, the, the Peacock uh, noon game at uh, in, in Pittsburgh, and uh, it'll be a pretty. Uh, early getaway for the Jays, especially uh, they're, they're going to need it. Cause they got a double header tomorrow. Um, I, I wonder if, uh, if both teams will be wearing some, some bright colors. Cause actually that reminds me, I think it was the Monday game. Blue Jays wore red and the Cubs wore, uh, wore blue. And it was a little bit confusing at, at some points because the Cubs blue is kind of similar to the Blue Jays blue. Well, I, I think that's why the Blue Jays wore, wore red. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Uh, interesting, though, to see them wear red more often this year. I don't like it. I don't like the red. I think it's fine. I think um, it's it's a, it, it's a different look. I don't think they're going to wear it in the playoffs, so I think you're fine. I th- yeah, I think you're right. Uh, okay, well, I, I, um, my strikeout, uh, I didn't watch very many games this week. Just uh, it's been it's been pretty busy. I mean, I guess it, when I look back at my at what we were talking about, I did watch a few, but it just felt like uh, I was very disconnected from the Blue Jays this week uh, just because of uh, – I'll get to it uh, when we talk about the personal stuff, but it's just been a, a busy week, and I haven't really uh, been able to focus on, on uh, you know, keeping track of the Blue Jays. Just uh, it, it almost like the games are I'm seeing them as individual games as opposed to looking at the weekly picture. I see. Well, my, my strikeout is uh, that uh, speaking of, of, of games and, and looking at look, checking in every week because the Jays currently are not in position for home field advantage in the, in the wild card uh, round. Uh, I guess the only way to get in home field advantage is to get the first spot. But uh, uh, I, I was listening to, I think, Less Than Jake pod, or Less Than Jake, Less Than Jay's podcast um, earlier in the week. Um, and and if the Jays end up finishing in the second spot, they could very well face uh, uh, Tampa Bay uh, mm. in Tampa Bay, and that's not a good thing. So, um, but the way that the Yankees are are nose diving, who knows? Maybe the Jays will end up if they if they're in this end up facing the Yankees in the uh, in the wild card if they end up in the in the, in the uh, first or second spot, which would be interesting. And maybe the the Rays will end up overtaking the Yankees. Um, well, yeah, I'm not. I'm not really concerned about facing the Yankees anymore, considering how their season has gone since the All Star break. Well, you never know once the playoffs start, though. I think I, I, I heard like there's like a so people have 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 looked at how um, teams uh, play in the regular season versus how they play in the playoffs, and it it, it doesn't make a difference. Like I I don't know if you remember last year, the St. Louis Cardinals won something like. 20 games in a row to end the season and then they ended up only making it to the wild card game and they, and they and they lost handily to the to to the Dodgers so it made no difference even though they were on this huge hot streak you know so once you're in the playoffs it's a totally different game and how the how the um 
the the pitching well, staff is what about the other the, what about the other side of that though how did the the dodgers finish the season last uh, they year? did not make the world series and they, <laughs> no, they were one no of the no no but i mean leading into the wild card series versus st louis so well they were they were the other wild card team they won 107 games no no and... but, but you said they lost handily to the dodgers despite winning 20 games in a row so how did the how did the dodgers finish the regular season they seemed like they probably finished pretty wins. strong 107 wins yeah yeah so yeah. it it uh it, it doesn't work one way just because one team finishes hot uh, it doesn't mean that uh, the other well, team no, that but, they're facing also didn't finish. No, hot. but I'm, I'm take t- take a look at it the other way. Um, so I'm t- I'm saying how the 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 Cardinals they had this big winning streak, and the Yankees are in a big cold streak. So that that doesn't necessarily make a difference once the playoffs start. The streaks don't matter. It's 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 just how you ha- how you handle the 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 game individually. So, uh, all right. Well, um, I I think that um, that. Uh, I, I choose to believe that the streaks will matter if the Blue Jays are going on a big hot streak going into the playoffs. Um, my home run, uh, fittingly, since Bichette hit a home run this week, is Bo Bichette. Um, he's had he's been taking some uh, beatings from the fan base in general, but this week I felt he was pretty strong. Like he he hit very well, and I think even the double last night was probably my favorite at bat that he's had of the ones that I've seen all week. Uh, I think it was eleven pitches that he faced before. He oh hit yeah, the double. yeah, that's right. That's right. And yeah, uh, yeah, and then a lot of pitches. almost right after that, I think in the next inning or maybe the one after, he made a very good play to throw out the runner at first, and it looked like he probably the runner should have been safe, except he he did beat the the runner to the bag. Like it was pretty clean. Like it was fairly obvious. Uh, if you were to if they wanted to do a replay challenge, they would have lost. Like very clearly but uh okay. yeah i think he's he's had a good week so that's that's my home run yeah um well i guess yeah you already got your no decision my no decision is uh the batting order tinkering i i, I don't know whether it's a good thing or a bad thing uh just because you know i guess it's 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 good in the sense that you're treating everybody on a on a daily basis and you're 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 batting them where uh they deserve to be based on on that matchup or or their performance recently, but it also I think makes it hard for for players to kind of lock into a set position in the, in the lineup too. Like, and I guess it's kind of like an old school way of, of of thinking as far as baseball goes. But sometimes players like Vladdy, he doesn't move out of the number two spot. You know, uh, Springer doesn't move out of the the leadoff spot when he when he plays. So, so sometimes it's just uh, and better for 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 players to to know their roles and where they fit in the lineup and that can be a little bit um dizzying and and uh and and just hard to to predict well what your day is gonna it, look like if you don't know where you're gonna be in the maybe it in, depends in the on on the player because it seems like uh guriel uh can hit the same no matter where he is in the lineup but yep. like you said they don't move springer or vlad but maybe the other players are are just fine moving around in the order like yep. they can they can handle it just fine and in, interesting, interestingly, recently Teoscar has been in the three spot. Uh, I think Bo Bichette was hitting cleanup in the past couple of games against Pittsburgh too. So, so it's kind of they they, they kind of switched their their spots around. So it's just you know sometimes sometimes some players just need consistency and and, and know where they're they're playing every day. So maybe maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a bad bad thing. I I I don't know. But that's that's why it's my no decision. I, I'm undecided <laughs> on whether this is a positive or negative thing. Okay. Uh, well, why don't we get into the weekly poll, well, which is you're, uh, you're, 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 my home run. I haven't said my home run yet. Well, see, th- th- you got to be on the ball here to hit your home okay. run. Well, okay. Well, the, the home run, uh, my, my home run, uh, we were talking briefly about this a second ago, was that the Yankees' nosedive continues. It's, it's nice to see the, um, the them, them kind of come back to earth after having a huge start, and I, I, I've mentioned I mentioned this uh, at the start of the season when they were playing well. It's you know like they 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 were they will come down to earth because they're just that's just the way their their lineup is constructed, in my opinion. They're all old, and they all are you know are, are susceptible to injury and slumps, and and that's exactly what's what's happened so far uh, for the Yankees, and uh, it's making it very interesting coming down the stretch. Not just for as far as the standings and playoffs go. But even the um, MVP race uh, is 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 pretty interesting now because um, you know a month ago uh, Aaron Judge had it pretty much tied up, but now that the Yankees are kind of falling, who knows? 
maybe in a, in a perfect world they fall out of the playoffs altogether. But people are, are were, like Shohei Otani is, is, is probably, has probably gained some votes just from the Yankees slide in the standings because people uh, kind of equate MVP in a winning season higher. So uh, it's, it's, it's just well, interesting. Well, um, I, I was just thinking maybe it's just a coincidence that Josh Donaldson plays for the Yankees, but maybe they're sort of like closer to the uh, 2016 Blue Jays or we're a little older and, and uh, we're not didn't have the strongest finish to the season. Well, Josh Donaldson was only like 30 years old back then, and now he's an old player and he's breaking down and he is not having um, a super great season. He can still, you know, hit power when needed, but, uh, you know, he's 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 a, a good example of what the Yankees are. You know, like they, they're, they're old and, and, and they're susceptible to, to getting getting hurt and they're, 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 they look like they're broken. Well, hopefully uh, that is positive news for the Blue Jays. Okay, well let's let's get to the weekly poll now. Uh, I do remember this question. I did answer this one. So um, why don't you uh, why don't oh, yeah. you ask the question from the at Jays the from question. Home weekly poll? Okay, well uh, the weekly poll is which Blue Jays player will have more strikeouts in September, Bradley Zimmer or Nate Pearson? And it looks I like an, who, a fifty-fifty result here. Yeah. I, I I forget who I picked. I I I just I, I think maybe I picked. Uh, let me just see who does it. Tell me who well, I picked. Well, I picked. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I remember this. I picked Bradley Zimmer uh, as uh, having more strikeouts. I I think uh, actually, now that I think of it, probably he won't uh, he won't have as many only because he won't get that many at bats but <laughs> I don't think he'll get any at bats. I will be surprised if he gets any 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 at bats. He will pinch run. Yes. But if he if he gets any at bats that means something has gone wrong for the Blue Jays because that means that somebody is hurt. Well, it, got- it's either that or like maybe when he comes in late in the game and they're ahead in the in the score having him bat probably wouldn't, you know, it would a, have to be like a like a Boston Red Sox twenty eight to five type game for him to get in a bat in the game. Uh, it would have to be like a blowout, basically. Oh well, um, yeah, so like so, he could he could get in a bat uh, or two in theory. Yeah. So, but I, I I I my hope is that the answer is Nate Pearson though, uh, because if Nate Pearson uh, gets a strikeout, it means that he will have be, been deemed healthy enough to being cut and and okay enough to pitch to being called up and, and making a difference in the bullpen. So, so that would be, uh, I'll believe it when I, when I see it. Uh, well, that, that's exactly the, the, also the, 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 the other side of it. Like it, it I'm not, I'm not, that's why it's 50, 50. Cause like who knows whether that's actually going to happen. Now here's, here's the follow-up question though. Does, does the bullpen need Nate Pearson? Because I think that they've been pr- pitching pretty well lately. Like look at, again, it's, it's Pittsburgh. But you know, I said last week Pittsburgh did sweep the Dodgers, but the 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 the, the bullpen yesterday was a bullpen game, and they pitched very well against uh, well the, I, the the Pirates. I will say that uh, if if he is healthy and he makes the bullpen better, then I would say why not? Like no, no, but that's, just whether if, if he's healthy, we know that he's going to come come up and, and 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 pitch for the Jays. But do they do they need an extra arm right now? Whether it's Nate Pearson or someone else, do they need an extra arm? Well, uh, I think that it it can't hurt to have as many uh, fresh arms as possible. Um, so I would say it would be very helpful for uh, for them to have an extra arm in the bullpen. So yes, they need an extra arm. They can rest well, somebody those, else. With those September call-ups, though, they only have room for one more extra uh, arm in the bullpen anyway. So you'd have to take someone out of that equation. So I'm not sure who you'd want to take out. Like... Kikuchi, he's a lefty. You don't want to take him out. Um, it's 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 a hard uh, hard question question well, to ask. Well, I think these things have a way of working themselves out, right? So it's it's you can't. It's hard to predict when. I mean, even uh, Meza. I mean, he's back, but he got uh, he got had an injury a, a few weeks ago and was missing some games. So you know that could always happen to another pitcher. You never. Oh, you know what? I I know. know who you would take out. I have the answer who you would take out because speaking of roster expansion, let's get to our Jason notes. Uh, we were talking about uh, Bradley Zimmer as well. Um, with the September um, expanded rosters, they 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 expanded rosters by two uh, uh, players uh, this year. So you're allowed to either bring up two position players or a position player and a pitcher. So the Jays uh, uh, added Bradley Zimmer and uh, reliever uh, Casey Lawrence. So Casey Lawrence is who you would take out if, if uh, Nate Pearson uh, is, is, is well enough to make the lineup. So that's, that's, that's uh, the answer right there. 
All right. Well, and I guess it also depends on uh, on whether or not uh, he actually is effective when he comes out. Like I would say, if he's if he doesn't have the kind of control that the, that they need out of out of Nate Pearson, that they'll they'll just put him back. Put him well, back they don't they don't bring him away. up if they if he, if he doesn't have control. If he if, if he's in if if he's pitching well, he comes up. If he's not like this is like we 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 heard a couple of weeks ago the theme was urgency. Um, you know, we have to make sure that the, they have to make sure that uh, the the pitchers can actually pitch. Uh, yeah, balls and strikes properly. All right, all right. Um, I so I didn't actually look over any of your notes, and I don't think that you sent any to me this week, or not many anyway. So I'm not really familiar with. Other than I did see the roster expansion, so I did see that. Um, so why don't you? Uh, what's your? You have a a stat of the week here. So I didn't click through. Yeah. What is the stat of the week? Well, um, it. Or just fact. I don't know if it's a stat or a fact or both, but um, on August 29th, and this is this is a, this is a tweet. This is uh, via Sportsnet and Dan Clark at Dan Clark Sports. Um, on August 29th, 2001, Serena Williams wins at the U.S. Open. Albert Pujols hits a home run, and Vlad Guerrero Sr., Craig Biggio, and Dante Bichette all record a hit. On August 29th, 2022, 21 years later, Serena Williams wins at the U.S. Open. Albert Pujols hit a home run, and Vlad Guerrero Jr., Kevin Biggio, and Bo Bichette all record a hit. Oh yeah, I saw this one. I thought that was kind of funny. It's one yeah. of those uh, one of those uh, stats or whatever that are very much uh, cherry picked. Uh, but I mean, I, I it's I think it's more um, more reflection on how good um, was it. Uh, Serena, Serena Williams, Williams? I, yeah. yeah, I think it's more of a reflection of how good, yeah, the Serena Williams and Albert Pujols, because uh, uh, I think you would probably expect that in 2001, um, Vlad Senior, uh, Craig Biggio, and Dante Bichette would uh, would have a hit on the same day. Well, I don't know. That's that's a pretty like the the the, the just Serena Williams and, and Albert Pujols on their own that stat was going around a lot and that's a pretty amazing stat as it is but the fact that those three players and their sons each had hit on the same night that is pretty amazing i i think that uh i think you're 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 underselling the uh the 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 <laughs> uh the 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 feat that that the fact that all those three guys had a hit um i don't know if you've ever played this but there's this um i i gave up because it was too hard but there's this like mlb app where you uh each night you pick one player out of all the players you pick one player to get a hit and if you hit if you get 56 games in a row you know joe dimaggio streak uh you get like i don't know like a million dollars or something and you know, like I think I lasted like three games. It's 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 hard to it's hard to pick. It's hard it's hard to get a hit every every night. So the fact that that six, uh, sorry, eight guys, including Albert Pujols, uh, have have a, a hit on the same night, twenty twenty one years apart. It's 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 amazing. Yeah, I I, I think that's pretty good. All right, um, I have. Uh, I'll, I'll get to this later, but I'll let you. I'll let you choose. I have two pieces. Uh, what I would say are fun facts in a similar. Uh, similar line as that previous one. So I'll give you the choice before we get there. Uh, I have one about uh, a Major League Baseball uh, trivia, or I have one about uh, AAA. So uh, pick pitch, pick which league, and, and I'll uh, I'll cover that when we come well, up to it uh, after our notes. Okay, let's go AAA. Okay, we'll get there. Um, also, oh yeah, this is going to hate that 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 uh, that tease, but okay. <laughs> well, that's that's the way uh, podcast and radio works. Um, so, um, other notes. This one was a I don't I didn't really get this one entirely, but uh, the Blue Jays traded Vinny Natoli to the Phillies. I guess that yeah, I guess was, was a gonna, nothing trade, really. Yeah, he was going to opt out. Um, uh, he hasn't been on a big lo- big league roster all season and that made him eligible to be traded after the deadline. So I guess he could be included on Philadelphia's postseason roster, but I guess the Jays didn't have any room for him. So, you know, why not trade him? I don't know, whatever, but it's just a Jays trade. Jays note, Jays news. Okay. That's the, that's and we're here to talk about Blue Jays. And uh, I think you talked about, I think this came up last week. Uh, you talked about the regular season schedule coming out. Regular. Um, yeah. yeah. So that one we won't don't need to talk about that one, but uh, I guess they released their spring training schedule this week. Yep. So um, anything special nothing, about nothing. that one? Well, it just I, I don't know. The special specialness is that uh, it starts February twenty fifth, 
ends March 28th. So I guess the season starts on the Thursday, maybe I'm not too sure, but just, yeah, just to have the spring training out. So if someone, if you're, if you're planning on making your trip to Dunedin, then uh, you can, you can plan your, your trips accordingly. Just lots of games against, it seems like they, they play a lot against Philadelphia because I think they are in a close vicinity to Philly. Let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven games against Philadelphia. They have a, a pretty wide variety of, uh, of games against different teams. I think, but yeah, I think uh, eight, Pittsburgh, eight Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, I think are the most represented on yeah. this. Philadelphia, uh, on this I schedule. believe is in Clearwater and maybe Pittsburgh might be in like Bradenton or something like that. But uh, yeah, they play, they, they play the Phillies a lot. Uh, just, just nice to, uh, to have something, um, not that we need something to look forward to after the season starts, but uh, just some interesting uh, preseason news for the Jays. All right, and uh, this one, I guess, is just a a fun little little piece. Um, I guess this is re- uh, related to the next Looney Hot Dog game being a doubleheader. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I thought that they were Tuesdays, but I guess they're Mondays. But yeah, so they they could considerably could, uh, get get over a hundred thousand hot dogs. Um, on on uh, the last one, they uh, there were thirty three thousand people in attendance and forty five thousand uh, hot dogs uh, eaten. I think uh, most of them eaten by those two dudes uh, dressed up as yeah. hot dogs. Um, I saw those. Actually, actually, it turned out they ate thirty hot dogs between the two of them, which is insane. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I guess uh, if, in theory, if uh, the uh, it's it's Labor Day, that's another uh, key factor. Maybe that's, that's why they they're doing it on on the double headers because it's yeah. it's Labor Day. Let's just hope they're not old hot dogs. That's all. Uh, well, um, now, so I guess that means that they're counting this stat per day. Not necessarily per game because that could skew things a little bit if they do it per game. Well, it depends on also. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how they do it because some 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 double headers. You know, you have you have to you can stay for both games. Some double headers you have to clear out. So I'm not sure how they're treating the attendance. Um, if you have to stay for both games, I would actually bet on the under for a hundred thousand. But if they're having a fresh audience for uh for a fresh crowd for both uh games then uh yeah 100,000 could be close. Actually I would guess probably closer to 80,000 total. But. That's an interesting question. Well, maybe not interesting, I don't know, but uh it's cuz it's a a traditional doubleheader. So it, like the, the there's not uh I think there's what like a, a, only a little bit of time in between. It's not a day and night okay, doubleheader. Okay, so it's going to be the same crowd then I would say if they're not going to split it up yeah. into the evening. So I I don't I don't think that they'll get get close to 100,000 cuz people will 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 fill up whenever they plan on filling up and then they they'll they'll, they'll reach their their limit. <laughs> um okay, well let's uh let's get through the other news. Um I uh I this is all y- your stuff cuz I don't pay much attention to uh to the baseball well, let, news. Well, let's in go with. I'm going to go with the oldest news first because um, this came out last Sunday, uh, late in the evening. Sunday, um, the uh, Major League Baseball Players uh, Association sent out, I guess, uh, cards or something to the um, minor league players to sign for their, I guess, intent or agreement that they want to uh, form. A, a, a union. So I thought it was appropriate, you know, Labor Day being Monday and everything, that uh, uh, there's, there'd be some union uh, talk. But that's that, that's some pretty big news because um, the uh, we've been hearing all year long, all, all or, or over the past few years, just how um, minor league players haven't been playing under really good conditions at all. Like only last year, I think we saw teams start to provide housing for the players. Um, you know, uh, Rob Manfred has come out and saying, in saying that, to, you know, uh, to, to play as a minor leaguer in spring training, uh, you don't deserve to be, you know, just to, just to play on, a, on in a minor league field is, or, or on a spring training field is, is a privilege and you don't deserve to be paid. So um, Dan Zimborski, I think pretty much uh, said, put it on the nose right here. He says, you know, uh, Make low ma- low minors minimum thirty thousand and bump up minimum fifteen thousand per per level, and they probably don't get anywhere near this traction. Um, instead, MLB insisted on on well below minimum wage pay, released players at first opportunity during COVID, and implied getting paid nothing was a privilege. Um, and, yeah, and they're they're getting paid in of, exposure. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've I've heard as a musician, I've heard that uh, term 
a lot. Um, and and they've they've contracted a lot of teams too. Um, and and they they're thre- they're probably threatening to do that with the advent of of this unionization as well. So it's something I think that the uh, minor leaguers are it's it's a no brainer for them to unionize, and uh, it's uh, it's it's just a really positive step uh, for for the uh, for the uh, for the minor minor league players. Cool. Um, oh, and this note here that I see, I hadn't heard about this, which I'm a little surprised about because I've got a a, a friend. That is a White Sox fan. I, w- I thought I would have heard this from him, but Tony Larusa on indefinite leave. Yeah, he had some health issues and had to leave the game. Um, now, the, the, there was just some confusion with some of the White Sox players because they didn't really hear too too much about it. But uh, so he's on an indefinite leave. Uh, Miguel Cairo is going to manage in his absence, and there's been lots of talk uh, lately about uh, quiet quitting uh, on on <laughs> on, on, on uh, Twitter uh, lately. I wonder if this is kind of like a quiet firing where, uh, you know, like they're not necessarily because Jerry Reinsdorf has has, has kind of dug into uh, the fact and, and to saying that, you know, Tony LaRusso is his guy. But we've seen many times this year uh, some some just bad decisions on LaRusso's part. He's even been seen falling asleep during a game. <laughs> Well, he's he's got to get his rest in, right? Well, I I, I guess this is well, maybe maybe this it's is, his health, uh, but it's, it's it's hard to comment on on exactly a a good. Health. This can only be a good thing for White Sox fans in terms of the quality of uh, the baseball product on the field, right? Um, well, I hope so, but like at the same time, in in Larusa's defense, it's not totally his fault because they've been dealing with injuries as well. Mm. But um, so this is the, maybe they, maybe they, this is their uh, their real trade deadline move. Maybe, but they could have done a lot more. That too, though, they could have done a lot more at the trade line, trade deadline, and and they are still within. I think they're two games back behind Cleveland in, in the in the uh, Central. So they're so it's it's definitely not over for the White Sox for sure. Um, so yeah, that's that's just some interesting managerial news. A little murkiness in there. You don't you don't really know exactly what's happening, which is you know exactly the, how to describe Tony Larusa's management style. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, uh, one last note here. I think um, this is this is another one of yours. Um, I I don't know about this one. Uh, you'll have to you'll have to take it. Yeah, yeah. There's been a, a, starting. I was I was listening to I think the Baseball Tonight podcast, and they're ta- talking about how like there's been a little bit of rumblings about how the sticky stuff is coming back. And then I so, and as I was listening to this, I was sipping uh, a, a Starbucks pumpkin spice latte, and then I realized like. It's maybe pumpkin spice lattes are the sticky stuff. You know, it's coming right right out at the around the same time. September, sticky stuff, pumpkin spice lattes. It's, well, maybe it's, it's the perfect. Maybe not the lattes, but the uh, the syrup they use for the pumpkin spice flavoring. Well, and exactly. Like I've there's one one of the concoctions we've heard pitchers use is like cola to to and what they do is they they boil it down until it's really 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 sticky so this pumpkin spice latte it they boil it down smells great tastes great you see these pictures always lick their fingers it's it's pumpkin spice uh okay well uh i hadn't heard about the the sticky stuff coming back but uh did you hear I, about pumpkin spice though yeah it's it's everywhere have you, have uh, you had a pumpkin spice latte yet no but i did get uh i think in an iced coffee, I got the a pumpkin spice flavor shot added to it, but that's about it. And I had a pumpkin spice muffin, I think. But uh, the Tim Hortons has these new pumpkin spice donuts, and they look uh, completely filled with sugar, and they do not look appetizing at all. Oh yeah, I, I get my I get my pumpkin spice lattes with only two shots because, <laughs> and even then it was almost too sweet. So I don't know how people can do the full four shots uh, if they're going for for a grande. <laughs> well. um... I'll go to uh, before we look ahead for the Blue Jays. Uh, here's my uh, my fun fact for you that I found oh, right. this week. It, I didn't, and once again, these are uh, trivia items that I don't go out seeking, but they just happen to come across my desk, so to speak. Um, so, um, well, actually, I'll, I'll ask you the the question first. Um, well, I mean, obviously, it's a Triple A AAA game, so this narrows it down for you a little bit, uh, but. Uh, how long do you think was the longest baseball game in history? I have read uh, the the book about this. Um, I believe it was um, oh, what was the Red Sox affiliate the um, uh, in Rhode Rhode Island? Um, and it was a it was a Red Sox affiliate versus uh, 
um, an Orioles affiliate. I think Cal Ripken Jr. played this game. I think Wade Boggs played this game. It was something like it went to like four or five a.m. It was something like like close to thirty innings. Uh, I'm gonna go. Um, uh, let's see here. So game starts at seven. Let's say about. And I think they had to 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 reconvene too. So close close to twelve hours. I would say. Yeah. So I guess the Pawtucket Red Sox. And the whoever was the the Baltimore the Norfolk Tides maybe no uh, so this was in uh, this was April eighteenth nineteen eighty one so like right at the beginning of the season and there's <laughs> a great just, book maybe maybe we'll post a um, link to the book about about this uh, this game it, uh, it was the the Pawtucket Red Sox uh, it was versus the Rochester Red Wings there you go uh, there you go the uh, the initial game on April eighteenth was eight hours. Uh, so it was suspended by the league president, but they finished two months later, and uh, Pawtucket won three to two in the thirty-third inning. There you go, the bottom of the thirty-third. I think the book is called. Well, that would uh, I guess if they if they won three to two, it sounds like it was a walk off. Well, so maybe also... it's thirty-three and a third or something like that. But <laughs> yeah, we'll link to the book because it's actually a really good baseball read because there's a lot, a lot of a lot of young stars in that game that you would recognize that are now Hall of Famers. Yeah, um, and uh, I'll save my other uh, trivia note for another week, maybe later, maybe maybe later this season if I remember it. Okay, but I, so 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 um, you cannot stump me. I think is the moral of of, of these uh, st- uh, stats. Well, th- this stats. this next one, I think I think it might uh, it might stump you. Uh, let me just pull it up again. I'm not gonna well, I'm not gonna it. tease let's, it. Let's I'm just it. gonna let's read. Just do it. All, all right, all right. Well, actually, I, I I don't know if I can ask you a question around it. Let me just read the uh, read the note here about it. Okay. Um, let's see. No, I I, I can't. Uh, there's no question I can frame around it because I don't think that. Uh, um, well, maybe. Okay. Um, can you tell me? Uh, so of the. Roughly 218,400 games played across Major League Baseball history. How many occurrences have there been where the starting pitcher pitched a complete game shutout and hit a solo home run for a one nothing win? Um, so how I many of say, those happened? Um, this is, uh, I've heard podcasts talking about this before, so I don't know the exact number, but... Um, there's even a term for it. I forget what the exact term is. I think Madison Baumgartner is, is one of those guys on the list. Um, I'm going to go with something like um, like three. I don't know. Uh, the number is actually eight. And the article that this comes from was from 2019 uh, where uh, Noah Syndergaard did that to the Reds. Uh, okay. That was May 2019 that this article. So you know what? It could be higher than than eight um but not this year not much well unless no actually i would say probably not because 2020 one now oh he could yeah he's the only one the only shot at it really now but 2020 there was a dh uh 2021 there wasn't and now there's a dh again so so that that was probably the last time that happened uh well the i have the full list uh as of 2019 so there was noah syndergaard and this was this is a record since 1908 um, okay. So let's see. Uh, going in order from oldest to newest, uh, 1915, Gene Packard. Uh, 1932, Red Ruffing. Or, yeah, Ruffing. 1938, Spud Chandler. Uh, I don't think that's a real name, but uh, I don't know. Uh, 1959, Early Win. Uh, <laughs> I guess no, that, that was, was a late win. win depending, on, depending on when he hit the home run. I don't know. That's true. Um, 1965, Jim Bunning, 1971, Juan Perazzo, no, Pizarro, I I mixed up the letters there, and 1983, Mm -hmm. Bob Welch. So it took between, from 1983 to 2019 to get, uh, Noah Syndergaard hitting the eighth, uh, eighth one there. My instinct was to say seven too, so, uh, yeah, no, but I've Well, you didn't go with your instincts, you got, you got it wrong. I know, I've heard talk of... Of this, and there's actually a term for it too, but I forget what it is, and I don't know whether it's an official term or something they just made up. But they were talking about it on the Effectively Wild uh, podcast. So that, yeah, uh, it's something that unless Shohei Otani Otani does it, um, I don't know that we'll ever see that uh, happen. 
I guess not. Uh, okay, well, let's look ahead at the Blue Jays' schedule for the coming week. So not counting today's game in uh, about 22 minutes. Yeah, so uh, they're um, in Baltimore. Oh, no, I have at Baltimore, but I guess they, I think they are in Baltimore. Um, so maybe the next time. I think it would they're... be because it would be kind of odd for them to be at home, then go on the road and then come back. Like, that would be. Yeah, so so, so that doubt, that, 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 that hot dog thing has, is for another time, I guess. So they're in Baltimore. Uh, they got a doubleheader on, on uh, Labor Day, uh, four-game series against Baltimore, and then uh, they head to Texas uh, after that. Uh, so, yeah, they have it's another Thursday off day. Um, oh, yeah, because just, just so we look ahead, talking about those hot dogs, because everybody really wants to know if they're going to get to 100,000. Uh, Tampa Bay, it's Tuesday. Yeah, I it is it a doubleheader. Yeah, yeah, it is a double. Anyways, habit. anyways, Baltimore and Texas is weak. But I want to zoom out. I want to zoom out um, and look at uh, the whole, this September and, and, and October as a whole. Um, that is uh, Family Barbecue made a good uh, post about uh, the, the viewing guide for the final month. And I was doing, crunching the numbers and adding everything up. The Jays have 19 games left against Tampa and Baltimore. Um, so really what it comes down to is the Jays control their own fate, um, as far as the playoff goes. Um, and, and, and I'm just talking about Baltimore and Tampa, but they also face the Yankees, uh, once. Um, and then, and then, um, yeah, I, I don't know if, I don't even know if I included the October games against Baltimore, maybe, uh, but they're playing a lot of, uh, and they play Boston, which doesn't really matter too too much but they're playing a lot of intradivisional games coming up the only uh, non-division opponents that are playing this month are texas and uh philadelphia so the jays really do control their own uh fate in in these playoffs and as long as they they uh win more games than they lose than they lose than they lose they will uh they, they'll, they'll make the, the wild card well there we go hopefully they uh they remember that and Let's not do any scoreboard watching. You know, but um, they've got their work cut out for them because, you know, Baltimore is not an easy team. That being said, they, they have brought up their younger players. So, they're, they're, you know, they're giving these young guys a chance, which means that they're, um, they're not going to be playing mistake-free baseball, but they're also not an easy team to face. And Tampa Bay, they're facing some injuries lately. They lost uh, their best uh, uh, pitcher for the season. Um, and uh, New York, who knows what, kind, what, what sort of team... In the Yankees, the Jays will be facing for that final matchup in Boston. I think that they will. Just, they've they've already given up. They gave up in in July when they uh, <laughs> played that series against the, the Jays. So uh, yeah, it's uh, the Jays definitely uh, hold their fate in in their own hands as far as the playoffs go. Well, there we go. Um, well, let's check in with our B team, the Minnesota Twins, who. Um, They've got a lot of work cut out for them. I think last night they lost against the White Sox in a complete yeah, game badly. effort from uh, from was it Dylan Cease? His last yeah. name is Cease. Cease. Noted anti-vaxxer Dylan Cease, who if the White um, Sox were to face the Jays in the playoffs, would not make the trip. Right. So um, uh, their record then is sixty-seven and sixty-four, which is good for one game back of the AL Central division lead. So. Hopefully they can they can get in there because one of my um, when I was thinking earlier a few weeks ago when the Blue Jays were playing Cleveland the the worst case scenario for us in terms of the Blue Jays and our B team the Twins would be um, you know the Blue Jays losing the series versus Cleveland which they did and then Minnesota dropping out of the the division lead and then because of you know the the strong wild card race. Uh, they'd fall out of the wild card spot too, so uh, that that's the the worst case scenario for the Twins, and currently that's the way it's going. Well, yeah, they, if their only hope to make the playoffs, I think, is to win the division because I think uh, if New York, Tampa, Toronto, even Baltimore were to be put in the Central Division, all of those teams would would be leading that division. So, uh, yeah, um, and and um, I read an article. I posted this a uh, few days ago on Twitter that the, the 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 Twins will be getting healthier as the season goes on. And they did also sign a noted speedster who the Jays were looking at, I guess, too. But they didn't end up signing him. They signed Billy. Han- they signed signed. I can't. I'm not very good grammarly today. Uh, they they signed uh, Billy uh, Hamilton uh, to a contract. So I guess he'll probably be doing a lot of pinch running and uh, fielding as well. He's 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 older, but he's still got uh, some some speed. Well, um, I guess that's that's good. The only note I have, I don't have no idea who Billy Hamilton is, but for some reason, all I can hear in my head is uh, the uh, 
the uh, George Steinbrenner character on Seinfeld saying Billy Martin. I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, Billy Martin uh, wouldn't be good. Um, so yeah, so that no, he he used to be like the fastest guy in the league. He's he's he's, he's older now. He's in his 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 thirties, but uh, he was a speedster. Okay, and he still is to a, to an extent, but not 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 as he was when he was. Well, it, in his prime with the with the Reds, I'm still hoping that the Twins uh, will uh, get the division. Uh, I think uh, I think that would be good for for us in terms of rooting interest. And we have you know two shots uh, at uh, at following a team in the, through the playoffs. Well, what what happens though if uh, the Jays end up getting the last playoff spot and they face the Twins in the uh, in, in in the playoffs? Oh, that's unfortunate for the Twins, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, let's check in with the Ottawa Titans. Who, speaking um, of the playoffs, as of Friday night, with a win over Quebec, they clinched a playoff berth. So they're going to be a wild card team. Uh, a few weeks ago, I explained how the the playoffs work for the Frontier League. Um, but as it stands, uh, so that that game would be on tu- this coming Tuesday, the sixth. Um, the the second place team hosts the third place team. Um, but I, I, the way it's looking right now, I've got the standings pulled up. Um, the New York Boulders, who I had no idea were anywhere close to the wild card spot because pr- a few weeks ago it was Ottawa and Sussex County kind of flipping between second and third. Um, but the New York Boulders, they've won 11 straight. Uh, oh, wow. And they well, are. Let's, let's see if their streak um, um, uh, 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 helps them going into the playoffs. Oh. <laughs> um, I. It's a one-game playoff, so I, I don't know what will happen there. But uh, um, Ottawa is one game back of the Boulders. I, I think basically uh, Ottawa is going to finish third because um, even if they win against Quebec today, um, I think based on tiebreakers, I, I haven't done any further research. New York has second place because when they were tied yesterday going into last night's game, um, New York was still listed as second place in the division. So I think uh, probably New York won the season series against Ottawa, so they have the tiebreaker. Um, but uh, uh, so it unfortunately, I don't think that Ottawa will be hosting a playoff game uh, on Tuesday. It's still possible they might uh, they, they could win the wild card game and then face Quebec and they'll have a series in Ottawa. part of the series That'd be in cool. Ottawa. yeah, That'd be cool. And we got some awards. Um, yeah, so I mean, Player of the Week award. That's uh, that's been uh, uh, something that the Titans have won a lot. Uh, Jake Sanford. I don't even know how many he's won so far, but he won again for for uh, Player of the Week. Um, that's uh, that's pretty good. Um, but I, I think a more um, more interesting award was uh, Kenny Williams won the Fran Riordan Award. Um, And it says it's given annually to a player who exhibits outstanding citizenship in the community. And did you read uh, read the press release about uh, about what Williams has been doing in the community? Um, I think they didn't really get into specific things. He just said he's always around to help out and he's working with some 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 teams. But he was also he's also available to uh, to be like the the, the Japanese translator for uh, catcher Mitsuki Fukuda. Um, so yeah, like when I, interestingly, uh, when I was, um, in, in the, in the springtime when I was kind of, um, kind of just shadowing them as they were doing some, 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 some spring training, uh, workouts and stuff, I, I thought he was a coach actually. Like I, I, <laughs> he, he looked like he had that kind of stature and, and, and the way he was helping out. He, so, so definitely, um, a leader amongst the team and, and, uh, deserving uh, award winner. Well, I guess I, I would say it's probably not surprising that uh, that he would win that kind of award because this is a new team in the community and they're trying to uh, to make uh, uh, or to win themselves over to a community that is uh, at some times uh, not very interested in baseball, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, I, you know, it. I think. Williams is not even Canadian. I think he's an American citizen, but it sounds like most of the most of the players are. Yeah, like not but it sounds like um, you know wherever he's gone, he's pretty steeped into the community uh, involvement. So that's uh, that's good to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, now let's get on to some uh, personal stuff. Now I have an, an update. 
last week I was undecided as to what book I would read. I would mentioned Dave Grohl's uh, Storyteller book as, as an option, and I, I ended up choosing that one. I'm about more than halfway through the book. It's a good read so far. Interestingly, um, I watched the uh, Taylor Hawkins tribute concert, some highlights from that last night. So that was that was nice to see. And uh, yeah, learned some new things about Dave Grohl. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good read. Foo Fighters, great band. They, they, you know, they're, they're now rock and roll legends. Uh, did you know, and I, I, I've heard this before, uh, but it's interesting to get the whole story, but did you know that uh, Tom Petty wanted uh, Dave Grohl to be a, a heartbreaker uh, right around the time when he was recording uh, the, the first Foo Fighters uh, album? Did you know that? Uh, nope, but I, I guess he must have uh, broken Tom Petty's heart and said no. I, I suppose. Yeah, he decided not to. He wanted to pursue his own his own uh, music because he recorded famously that that first uh, Foo Fighters album. Um, pretty much, he did all the all the guitar, singing, vocals, drums, bass, everything on, on his own, except for I think one, maybe one or two parts here and there. But uh, yeah, he self recorded everything and, and ended up uh, uh, having having a little bit of success, you could say. Just a little bit. Um, yeah, you know what? I don't know what I'm reading next. I'm I'm not worrying about that until. Uh on the other side of, of the wedding. Uh, I've got a few books to choose from, but uh, they will not, they will probably not be nonfiction anyway. Um, okay. okay. So why don't, uh, why don't we start out with, uh, with strikeouts? Uh, okay. I'll let you go first. Yeah. So um, this is kind of like, I guess a, a summary of the summer, but it seems that we got, well, more like August, but we got all the illnesses this, this summer. We got, we got COVID, we got hand, foot and mouth disease. And then we got some weird, cold that's been going around i guess leo's preschool um the past couple of weeks i think i think we had like three days in august where we were, where we were healthy but uh yeah so we're all we're all sick again and uh luckily everybody's improving in time for for school and preschool and everything but uh it's it's, it's not fun to be constantly stuffed up and, and 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 having kids wake up all the time so so we we uh we're covering all of our bases i guess you could say with uh, with our with our illnesses this uh this month <laughs> well, uh, we, we've been fairly lucky. We pretty much missed most of July because of COVID, but that was about it. Um, my strikeout has been this entire week, basically. Uh, it's uh, It's been a very busy week uh, with work. Uh, I, I kind of alluded to that. That's one of the reasons I haven't really been focusing much on, on baseball, just being super busy. And uh, and this coming week is, is also going – I'm preemptively calling it a, a strikeout because uh, – not only is it going to be busy at work, it's uh, it's not slowing down anytime soon. But uh, we are uh, we are loaded up in our schedule in terms of softball because uh, we're playing Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and and Sunday, and then we also have to leave for Birch Island on Sunday. So it, it's uh, going to be quite the busy week. On top of preparing for uh, for getting uh, everything that we need packed up and, and ready to go. Yeah, busy weeks are, are not fun. That's 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 hard. Um, okay, so no decision, I guess, is the next one. You, you have Costco. Uh, yeah, well, yesterday we we decided to uh, sign up for a Costco membership. We previously oh. we hadn't, but we needed a few things uh, for the wedding. Uh, hey, quick question: Can you get Costco memberships in bulk? Uh, well, you can get business memberships, which are uh, multiple people. <laughs> I guess so. Yes, yes, you can. Um, but uh, uh, no decision because uh, we went to go shopping there like in the middle of the afternoon, which is probably the worst time to go. So it was uh, very, very packed and, uh, and crowded and trying to navigate your, your cart around and, uh, and find a parking spot can be quite annoying. But um, the, on the positive side, we got what we went shopping for, which was a box of uh, plastic cutlery and, uh, and some some drinks in bulk that we that we needed to pick up so that was good but uh um we we definitely confirmed our thoughts in that it's better to go there earlier in the morning or probably later in the evening and not yeah, on no, the weekend uh, i i I've, I've shopped there a couple times and it's it's costco is is, is not fun to shop at um yeah, and they, um, they barely have uh, free samples i think the free sample that i saw being given out was uh, of a mini cucumber Mini cucumber. I don't know why they're selling mini cucumbers, uh, but okay. Um, I think they call, if, if you were to to just uh, dip that in, in vinegar, it becomes a pickle. 
Yeah, maybe. Oh, oh I forgot a, a, an item from my strikeout that I just remembered um, uh, just to add on to why it was a bad week. But we also had to replace the battery in one of our cars. Uh, so that took yeah. up a big chunk of one of one of my days uh, in the week. So that uh, that also contributed to work being busy because I, I missed out on, on half on most of the morning, pretty much all the morning. So I see. Go. I see. Um, maybe you should get your car converted to electric. Well, that's the batteries electric, so I guess so. Maybe I don't know. I don't know how cars work. I think it's just either hamsters in the engine or you use your feet. Is basically how that <laughs> works. So um, yeah. So my, my my no decision this week is uh, we had a close call with the air conditioning um, earlier in the week. It was pretty pretty hot. Uh, I think it was up into the forties at some point, and the house just wasn't cooling uh properly and so like overnight like it was it was really hot i was sick as well so that that didn't help um so i i I set i I turned down the air conditioning i think to like 18 or 19 and then the next morning i came downstairs and the pipes had ice around them so uh we had to get and then there was a message on the air conditioner that said please be um please service soon or something like that so we had to (laughs) We had to have that looked at, and uh, it was a close call because it turned out everything was okay. We just had to change the filter, and everything was fine. But, uh, yeah, it's not good to have uh, a non-functioning air conditioning. Luckily, this is probably the best time of year for something like that to happen because uh, it's starting to cool down a little bit. But every now and then in September and October, you get like, these big spikes up to like 40 degrees. So you want to make sure that uh, – Not, sure, not that, sure that happens so much in October. I think, uh, I think you're Well, I, I've seen it happen. I have, I've, I've experienced it. Uh, we had to cancel a trip to Oktoberfest when Krista was pregnant because we, we it, it was like a super hot, hot, hot day uh, in high 30s at, at the very least. Uh, we didn't want to sit on the bus with Krista pregnant. Uh, but yeah, you get you get these weird, like really spiky, hot days in, in the fall. So you want to make sure that uh, the air conditioning is is ready for that stretch run for the playoffs, I guess you could say. And then and then and then you turn on the uh, the warmth of the of of the heat, and and you just settle in for to to some fire for some for some maybe some uh, some Korean uh, baseball uh, exhibition in in November. Uh, definitely some World Series in November, and some nice warm. Uh, WBC uh, play- playoffs, and then and then and then come the Christmas movies. <laughs> well, uh, today doesn't look like one of those hot days. I was just checking the weather because when I got up this morning, it was nice and cool out. It's only a high of nineteen today, so you're not going to need air conditioning today. Well, and if you're listening to this podcast, it doesn't matter because today yeah. is hot. Um, so I'll, I'll go with my home run to finish mine off. Is that it's a long weekend. Uh, Monday is Labor Day, uh, and that's when this will be released, I guess. Um, but it's a home run because this is pretty much our last calm weekend where we don't need to do very much and, uh, and we can relax a little bit. So, uh, it's, it's nice to have, have a break. And also compared to last year, um, I remember I had hurt my back on, uh, on the long weekend in Labor Day and I've spent pretty much all of Sunday lying down on the couch and not being able to move. And then like only barely being able to move on the Monday. So I see. this has not happened this year. Yeah, no, uh, late. Well, I think, I think our labor day will be spent, uh, preparing, uh, Leo to go to school. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't even remember if I mentioned this on a previous podcast, but, um, uh, you know, people are calling this back to school. Whereas for us, it's just to school because this is Leo's, uh, first, uh, foray into into junior kindergarten, so we've got lots of prep work to do as far as that goes. Getting lunches ready, getting bags packed, getting the kids uh, to sleep at a, at a at a regular hour, and also waking up at uh, a regular hour. But it's it's nice to uh, you know have have school start for Leo. He's 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 going into junior kindergarten. He's got a he's got some some teachers that he's gonna gonna meet um uh, he's gonna take the school bus for the first time so th- 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 these are all great things and also i with with both kids you know both gonna be doing preschool so i have i have some free time during the day for myself uh here at home uh to actually like maybe clean the house and and and, and just catch up on some 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 just rejuvenation recharge my batteries as it were um uh while, while they're off at school yeah i, I heard the last two weeks that uh, you've been You've been. Uh, it sounds like you've been making Krista do a lot of cleaning. Cleaning, so uh, you should. No, she's get on she's that. doing that uh, vol- voluntarily, but 
yeah, um, uh, the the house is pretty clean. But yeah, like once once the kids are gone, because it, it's very hard to juggle cleaning and 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 uh, uh, you know hanging out with the the kids. Uh, so so once they're gone, I can definitely get a lot more work done. I don't have to, you know, it's a lot it's a lot quicker putting away laundry, for instance, when you don't have a, a, a toddler. Uh, uh, grabbing uh, random clothes and, and, and putting them places and that you don't know where, where they are. Right. Which is how socks well, go missing. So, so if you're, you're missing socks, you have a toddler in your house. <laughs> well, I don't think we've lost any socks in a long time. Just uh, throwing out socks with holes in them. So that's, uh, that's, I don't think there's uh, any mystery to that for us. That, yeah, I blame your toes for that. <laughs> Uh, okay, well that's that's it for for this week, and uh, I will uh, I'll be gone for the next two weeks. So come back some point, I guess the the last weekend of September. Really, you'll be married by the time you come back. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we will see you in a few weeks. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.